Welcome to the first 132 Breeze podcast with your host Marlo and the professional badger Van Casey. This is Marlo coming to you live from Chicago, and I'm joined by Casey live from Wisconsin. How are you doing today, Casey? I'm doing good, Marlo. Good to be here with you on the pod. Awesome. Well, we're both excited to bring you the first official episode of the 132 podcast, Breeze podcast, a podcast that should be reflected of two University of Wisconsin grads who spent the last few years on campus at 132 Breeze in the shadow of Camp Randall, where we had a lot of great conversation, and we're hoping to move some of that here and share it with you, our fellow fans. Before we begin our first segment, we'll ship it over to our sponsors. This week's podcast not quite brought to you by the unsponsored soothing chamomile tea that I will be hopefully saving my voice as I recover from uh, the flu I had uh, towards the end of last week uh, during this podcast. So that is what is uh, bringing this podcast to your ears today. That's right. So we're playing hurt, playing hurt over yeah. there. All right. Well, let's kick it off. Um, obviously, we're going to do you know, the Big Ten tournament just wrapped up today. Um, We're going to start off with going over the Badgers' uh, first game of the tournament. Um, Yeah, so before we get to that, did you, Casey, were you able to watch those games? They were on at the first game against Maryland was on a Thursday at 11. Um, And contrary to popular belief, uh, this podcasting thing isn't our full-time job. Um, So I know I was at work, and I actually had to book a conference room um, to you know, stream that game on the computer. Yeah, I was able to catch both games. Both ended up being at uh, 11 o'clock a.m. local time. Uh, But due to the aforementioned flu, I was actually home with uh, running a pretty pretty severe fever. So I was able to uh, catch both the games in the, I guess, comfort of my home, just covered in blankets, trying to stay warm. Oh, how'd that work out for you? Uh, for me, I mean, I feel better now, so we mm-hmm. did all right. Uh, uh, but uh, and we'll get into the games in in a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I understand your situation was a little bit more challenging, though. Uh, yeah, and I mean, getting it. I mean, getting into it. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure people have done this, and you know, I've definitely done this at tournament time in the past. But uh, for people that don't know, I work in like a co-working space, and so. Trying to just remain neutral while watching this game and not have reactions and just people like so people don't just stare at you like what the hell is he doing over there it was quite challenging. Uh, oh, you, was have a, you have a you have a co-working space. Yeah, co. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I have a co-working space. So I'm okay. one of one of I don't know thirty some companies that work inside this this office. So I, I was out in, in actually all the offices are all glass, so you can see into every office. So even the oh. um, even the um, the conference room I was in, you know, it's it's all glass, like you can see into it. <laughs> so it's just me with a, with a with a laptop, um, looking like I'm working, but watching this. And um, if anyone knows, I know you know that <laughs> I'm pretty animated when I watch games in general. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that, that must be quite challenging. Here I thought, you know, in my office we have a cubicle, so I can, you know, unless I need somebody standing right in front of my uh, my uh, entryway, they can't really see, what, uh, you know, what I'm, how I'm reacting, I guess. So, yeah, gotcha. I was looking at added challenge. All right, yeah, so our first, the first matchup for uh, for Wisconsin was was Maryland uh, that Thursday afternoon. Eight nine matchup with the with the Badgers being the under seed. Uh, what was your kind of takeaways from that game, Kate? Before we get into the the Maryland game itself, I wanted to talk about the, the intros. I was watching the introductions, uh, and the whole time Greg Gard was squatted in his like coach catcher stance. Uh, as the players were introduced and theatrics were going on, and he just was like staring for it. I don't know if he was saying anything, but it made me think, Marlo, how long could you stay in that coaching squatted catcher stance for? Probably not. Well, definitely not during a whole team intro, especially the the whole let's do both intros at the same time thing. So I, I would say about mm, four or five seconds. <laughs> well, here, I, I tested it. Now, granted, I was... I had the flu, so I wasn't at my peak, but I made about 15 seconds before I started rocking and uh, and falling over. So it was pretty impressive by guard to go through that whole that whole segment. Uh, now, as for as for the game, um, obviously we know we know the result. Badgers ended up winning by five. It was a, there was a pretty tough stretch there in the first half. I think we went nearly nine minutes without a field goal, maybe without even scoring. Uh, when Davidson went to the bench with uh, two fouls. Uh, so it looked pretty bleak there for a while. Pritzel did hit a big three at the end of the first half to to make sure that we had the lead going into the half. So that was uh, positive to see him hit a, a pretty big three at that moment. Uh, and I have to say, I may have been a bit harsh uh, to Khalil Iverson on our, our initial podcast when I, let's say, questioned his athleticism. And I think we'll get into his athleticism a little bit more uh, later, but uh I forgot to, to take into consideration the defensive side of it. Uh, most of the game, he's defending the best player, and you saw that in this game in the first half. He's defending uh, Hoyter on uh, Maryland, who has a relatively uneventful first half, while Cowan, uh, Cowan Jr. ends up putting out, I think it was 14 points in the first half. Uh, and then they switch in the second half. Uh, Iverson guarding uh, switched on to Cohen, and... Hoyter was the one hurting us in the second half, so maybe I was a little bit harsh. Yeah, that first take that into consideration. Yeah, that first half, going back to that, going back to Cohen, I like, I thought, I thought he was going to drop like a fifty point game, Um, because there was nothing. It didn't seem like we could anything we throw at him. He just he was just scoring at will. I seemed much faster than any of any of our guards and could get to a spot. It was worrisome, uh, but I think Iverson in the second half switched that. Uh, highlight of the second half for me, uh, Davison did one of his, uh, I guess, patented. Is it patented yet? Is it patent pending? Did patent he patent pending? Pat, patent pending. Uh, we'll call it patent pending. Patent pending uh, step back hit over over Hoyter, who they were talking about the whole game, about how tall and lanky he was. So I thought that was, that was pretty impressive. Uh, the other thing, I saw a lot of Mark Turgeon's face in this game. Uh, I think every foul, every play, there was a quick shot to his reaction to what had happened. Yeah, and his reaction is always, or most of the time, was like he looked like he just saw someone take a shit in front of him and he didn't know what was mm-hmm. going on. 
He just has that like drop face, like well, I, I don't know what's happening going on type of face all the time. Or smelled something bad, or <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So then we took the the halftime lead, and this showed the stat that we were forty three and five under Greg Gard uh, in games in which we led at halftime. Uh, now forty four and five after that game. So I thought that was a pretty neat stat, pretty impressive stat uh, to put in uh, Greg Gard's uh, resume. So that was pretty. Pretty neat, good win there. Uh, 69-64, I think was the was the final. Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good win. Um, one of the biggest takeaways, uh, which made me feel really good, because is the end of the game execution. Because uh, it was a, it was a tight game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a it was a tight game down the stretch. You know, it's, uh, I think we were tied up with a few minutes to go. Um, of that game with yeah, like less than three minutes to go or three around three minutes to go in that game we were tied up and yeah we, we really we did everything that we needed to do um really passed the ball around took took good shots um i don't think there are any turnovers at that time so that was something that we that wasn't reflective of you know most of the season where in those type of instances you know we were doing what maryland was doing and just not not playing our game um, so that was really that's that's a big takeaway I took um, away from it was finally seeing them. I mean they've done it a couple of times down the stretch here, but in you know in this tournament type of pressure situation, it was good to see. Yeah, they did some had some good execution, uh, made their free throws. Uh, Hap had some free throws. Iverson had some free throws. So uh, two guys who aren't great free throw shooters, uh, and it was nice to see Davison want the ball and want to shoot free throws in that situation. Yeah, fun fact. Did you know Hap is shooting like like between like seventy five, like eighty percent um, in the Big Ten tournament in free throws, like all time Big Ten tournament. Really, it's like fifty eight overall. <laughs> overall, yeah, he brings it in tournament time. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, with that, with the win, uh, with the win of Maryland, uh, we. we you know, we then proceed to Michigan State on the next day again at 11 o'clock um, in the a.m. Central Time, having to again book that conference room uh, to watch the game. Did you watch it? You watch the other Michigan State game at home as well, playing yep. hurt. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think. I mean, we both did, and it's both on record. If anybody wants to see the to go back to the test, is we thought uh, we had zero shot at this game uh, against Michigan State for the sole fact that they are, you know, for man-to-man, more athletic, more, you know, they got NBA talent on that, uh, on that, uh, on that roster. Um, so, you know, I mean, it was a, overall it was a good, it was a good fight. There was some, uh, there was some pretty good takeaways, but what was your, what was your initial thought going into Michigan State? Well, going into the game, I think I said in a word uh, or how, if we had a chance of winning, and I said in a word, no. So <laughs> I was pretty emphatic on that. Uh, but I thought that uh, Michigan State was going to use the game in Madison as kind of a wake-up call as uh, yes. as kind of poster board material for, you know, don't let these guys sneak up on you again. And, and they didn't. I think we just might be, uh, or maybe Wisconsin was just a tough matchup for them. I'm not sure. I I still don't understand how we played both those games that close. Uh, I, I guess 
we can talk about how we why we did. I think you know we played some tough defense, made them uh, shoot over us, and and played some really good, um, uh, really good uh, basketball as far as uh, not turning the ball over, which leads to a lot of Michigan State's uh, points uh, in a normal game. So I think those are some of the reasons we played well. But I was surprised that we played them close again in this game. Yeah, yeah. The point the the point scoring was kind of spread spread more around. Then, uh, you know, the last game was just Davidson sprinkled in with some Hap. Um, this game we had Hap, Davidson, and um, a little bit of Iverson <laughs> sprinkled in there. So it was, I mean, that was good to see. And I think one of the big things that we, you know, we slowed it down. We didn't let them uh, run it out. And even with uh, Miles Bridges and his terrible back tattoo, kind of having a good game um, from the beginning, we were still, you yeah. know, we are still able to keep keep it tight there. Yeah, the flow, the flow of the game was a little bit weird, um, though I, I felt like at times the refs were letting them bang and letting them play, uh, and then all of a sudden they'd start uh, tightening it up and call a couple fouls in real quick succession. Uh, really hurt uh, Wisconsin in the first half with Hap, uh, Reavers, and Davison all missing a significant chunk of time with, with two fouls. So I think we were only down uh, four or five at half, and it felt like a victory. It felt like we were, you know we were lucky to keep it that, that close uh, given how the first half went. Um, Hap picking up two fouls in the first. Davidson picking up two fouls, both on trying to grab a, grab a charge. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just, that, that, I mean, that kid, I, I mean, he must, they have to, like, they have to practice that. He is always looking for that charge. Um, yeah, I, and did you well, think they were the, good calls? Do you think they were good calls? I thought I thought they were. I thought they just missed one. I thought one of them was a charge, and the other one I, was a foot. I thought the first one was either or, and I thought the second one was a charge. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. I thought the second one. I thought the second one was a charge. Um, but what are you gonna do? I, yeah, and that was the other. I mean, not to bring this up again, but I felt like yeah, the rest were calling it tight, and then they weren't. And like they were really inconsistent. I wish they were just more consistent throughout the game. The announcers were saying how the the refs were aware that Davison is good at drawing charges and they were less likely to call a charge uh, when he is the defender because of that. And I, I don't know, that kind of got me bothered because I'm like, just call whatever it is. Like, don't let your biases and your opinions of players come into account. Like, if it's a charge, call it a charge. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They were trying to break it down. Like the refs broke down film before to get players' tendencies to make calls. That makes zero sense. Like you just say, a call is a call. It is like a, yeah. a charge is a charge, a block is a block. And this is how you call it. It made no sense. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that was just a little bit of my uh, fandom sneaking into my uh, professional analysis. There. Another note I had was every time Wisconsin. This is more fandom. Sneaking <laughs> through into my notes here. Uh, every time an announcer, uh, or every time a foul would be called on Wisconsin, the announcer would be like, "Hey, a foul is a foul. You got to call that." The one that sticks out to me is when Hap got called on a second for uh, going over the top and apparently hitting the hand of Ward as Ward was posting. I'm not sure, but then MSU. Uh, commit to foul and there. I don't know. That's tough. That depends on what team you're rooting for. If that's a foul or not, and it's just <laughs> it's driving me nuts. 
So I had, uh, you know, that, then halftime came and I put my professional hat back on and, and was able to analyze the second half. But the fans snuck through a little bit there. <laughs> as, the, as the fandom will always do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the second half, was, it was kind of, it was more of the same. Um, you know, we kept it. They, they, they went on that. They went on a run. They ran on a run late where I thought they were going to run away with it. Um, we were able, we were able obviously to bag back, battle back. Um, and then it yeah, really, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Aleem Ford hit some big threes there uh, in the yep. second half, I think to keep us, keep us close, keep us pacing with them and gave us a chance to, to be there at the end. Yeah, yeah, and that was really nice. I think he had three, three threes, was it? Yeah, yeah, three threes. Um, yeah, and that was really nice. Cause that was that uh, to see them really, uh, you know, once again, I always say once they hit the three, it kind of opens up for half down there to do his twenty dribble and the layup move, um, which is so surprising that that thing, that works. Do you ever watch him just kind of dribble down the lane and just? It works. I don't understand. I feel like if it was any other team, they would just take the ball away. Yeah, it's it's surprising how effective he is in, especially dribbling. Every time he like he'll lead a fat fast break, Wisconsin fast break, where <laughs> he becomes a point forward and dribbles it up the court. And every announcer is always like, "Oh, he can dribble it." And I'm like, "Can he? Can he dribble it? Because he it's really high and it's out away from his body." And it seems like anybody could steal it, but they don't. I mean, it may, so maybe he is a good dribbler, and I'm just—it just looks weird to me. Uh, but then he's, you know, dribbling in the post, and it's again kind of away from his body. But he'll—he's able to respond yeah. to that stuff when people try to steal it. It's crazy how right. it, how it's effective. Like I feel like you would, like if you're if you're coaching little kids or you're coaching like a high school. That's not that's like the film you put on. Like don't dribble like that. <laughs> or don't dribble yeah. as much. Yeah. But it works. But you can't, I guess you can't knock the results, right? Right. Yeah. So, but, um, I get, yeah, the coming down, coming down towards the end of that game, I mean, I guess we just fast, we fast forward to that, you know, we came into three, we had the ball with, was it less, less than 30 seconds? The shot clock was off. Um, yeah. off a timeout, and we, probably got off the uh, does that count as a shot if it is is the worst sh- shot you could out of a timeout that i've probably seen in a long time yeah it was a pretty bad uh possession davison just kind of dribbled around for a bit i think they tried to do a screen and roll or a screen and pop with hap and they just kind of bumbled into each other so then hap had the ball and he dribbled for a little bit and then got it back to davison who i, I Yo, why Again, was Hap even in the game at that point? He's not. We had to have a three. Why is he in? Well, not all five players can shoot a three. Somebody's got to be there to set a screen. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> good answer. So it so it bumbled. Uh, Davidson dribbled around a little bit and then just heaved it up um, at, at the last last second. I don't, did it even hit anything? I'm not sure. The TV yeah, might have been uh, turned off as it was. Uh, it was evident that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, last possession to a tough fought, a tough fought game. Yeah, I, yeah. It was. I don't know. I I can't. I can't. There's nothing I can defend about it because I I just feel like it was either I don't. It was either bad execution, bad coaching, or a mixture of both. Um, and it was just. 
you know, because at that point I had hope. Hey, this this could happen, you know, or let's pull this off, and then you know, it goes goes down in, in flames. But that is that. And besides the terrible loss, though, I think uh, we might owe someone an apology because uh, it came in the first half. Might have been it was the play of the game. I think it was the play of the tournament. But um, uh, Clear Iverson had a pretty nasty uh, alley of dunk. And dare I say, it was pretty athletic. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, rather athletic. Uh, on, a, on a steel Davidson dribble down the right side of the court, throwing an alley-oop to Iverson coming down the left side of the lane, caught it in the air uh, with his back to the basket and threw it down, two-hand reverse slam and dunk alley-oop. Uh, I think I saw... Uh, today that uh, the Big Ten uh, Twitter feed uh, called it the play of the tournament, so that was pretty exciting. Oh, easy. Uh, so I got to win. Well, yeah. yeah, it's up there. It but was, yeah, it's probably it a very the, athletic play. It's probably, would you say, the best, yeah, I mean, it's definitely top five high, Badger highlight of all time, basketball highlight of all time, as far as excitement. Sure. Um, sure. I thought when I was watching it live, when, when Davidson threw it up, and I forget who was a Michigan State player went over. I'm like, what is he? Oh, I thought that was, I was, I was, about to, I was just about to murder, murder Davidson in my head. I'm like, what are you doing? And then, yeah, this came out of nowhere. And it was, again, that was a point where I'm sitting in the office. And I, I, at that point, I literally had to grab my mouth and, like, keep my hands down. Because I was, I was, like, going to jump out, like, physically jump up. Um, but, yeah, it was super exciting. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, clear, I mean, Iverson, sorry, you're, you are athletic. I think that's case closed. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. Clearly, cool. we know you listen to the pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. Basically that, I mean, this has ended the, uh, the Badgers season. Uh, there's no yeah, postseason for us ended. and that's weird. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, with that, I guess there was some stuff that came out uh, about Hap. Yeah, there was uh, some news. Well, first of all, a, a rumor uh, got started over the, the weekend. Uh, so Hap uh, graduated. He's a, a redshirt junior this year, so he gradu- will uh, graduate at the end of the semester, I believe. Because he's a student uh, so athlete. He's a student athlete, correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he is able to to transfer and not not miss a year uh, because of the NCA rules. Uh, so there were some rumors that he might be looking to transfer, um, and uh, we did a little uh, research before the podcast to to look into that. Uh, and, <laughs> and by that I mean look on Twitter. Yeah, look on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. When we say research, it's either Twitter or Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, professional, professional yeah. research. Exactly. Uh, and it sounds like Hap has squashed the rumors of transferring. He's either uh, staying at Wisconsin or going pro. So that said, he is looking to go to the uh, NBA Combine and test his draft stock. And if it's where he uh, would like it to be, which uh, the rumor was uh, a first-round pick, uh, he'd be jettisoning, 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 uh, going pro. <laughs> <laughs> we making money. 
Yeah. Gome yeah. Pro, uh, is his first round pick, but most, uh, GMs have him listed as a second or non, uh, draftable player. So, hmm. a good chance he comes back, but he'll see what, uh, he can, uh, interest he can scrounge up in, in the, uh, NBA combine. Yeah. And I don't have any problem with that. I, I love, I, I actually love this rule, um, that the NBA has that they can go actually to the combine and still come back and be eligible. Um, Nigel did this. Nigel Hayes did this. Um, yeah. I think he had a better chance of, of of impressing people. But yeah, I don't. I mean, if Hap is, you know, he's not NBA ready. He's a great. He's a great college player. I think. Um, but until he gets, you know, NBA, you need at least a 15 shooter, if 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 not more. Um, but you know, we'll see. Good luck to him. Uh, I hope he does well. I hope he gets more skill and he comes back and has a better player. Yeah, I think that's the. Like you said, I'd be surprised if he did keep his name in there, get an agent, and do all that whole full nine yards uh, there. Just because I don't think the the need for his skill set is there in the NBA, so I think he needs to come back and develop, uh, you know, shooting touch um, at least fifteen feet. I think it'd be, need to be even more for him to be a, a serious first round uh, draft possibility. But um, that was the news, and uh, you know, we'll be sitting here with open arms when he is ready to to quit flirting with the NBA and, and come back to Wisconsin for one more year. Yeah, we'll keep an we'll keep an eye. We'll definitely keep an eye on Hap. Maybe maybe do some updates. Hap Watch. Sure. Hap Watch twenty eighteen. Hap Watch. <laughs> All right. Well is that we have anything else? Do you have anything else to say on the Badgers in the tournament? Badgers the season? No, nope, no. That was the end of the the season and the tournament for uh, for the Badgers, but the Big Ten tournament did go on. I am told. Uh, yes, it did. It actually did, and it was, uh, I, you know, it was very good. It was, there was some good, there was some bad. Um, right now, I talk about a couple. Well, as, I guess I'll talk about a couple things that were that were right in my world um, as a viewer from home. Um, so I want to give a big ups to the Big Ten and Fox or whoever made this happen, but they were actually broadcasting in 4K. Casey, did you know that? No, I did not. And it was glorious. It was uh, it was nice to have live sports in 4K. Um, so anyone that doesn't know, 4K is better in HD. Uh, so get on that. It's 2018. And, yeah, it's amazing. So you need to watch it. Also, my what was right is Gus Johnson was back calling Big Ten games. Um, unfortunately he was doing, he did the late, late games on, yeah, he did the late games Wednesday or Thursday and Friday, the yeah. later ones. So he didn't get any Wisconsin games, which is sad because I really would have loved to hear Gus on that, uh, Iverson dunk. I think it would have been an all time Gus Johnson classic. Yeah. That would have been up there with, uh, the Russell Wilson heave in the big 10 championship game. I think. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, revisited at least once Gus. a year. Of Gus Gasms. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything that you want to note that was, that you that you liked of the tournament? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, as we talked about the Big Ten tournament, I can't separate it from uh, it being a week earlier this year. So I think all right was that the it got me, and I think we talked about this off the, offline off the pod. Uh, got us into kind of day watching basketball into the feeling of March one week earlier, you know, and I think what helped that was that uh, there were really entertaining games throughout 
for the, for the big Ten championship game today excluded. It seemed like all of them were uh, competitive and close and uh, a lot of really good performances throughout. So I thought overall the, the play in the tournament was at a really high level and was really compelling. Most of the games were good. Um, there was one, there was, there was only like one really like good ending in that Penn State Ohio State game, you know, like dramatic ending, I mm-hmm. should say. Um, but all, but yeah, most of the games were you know fairly fairly entertaining. And you're right, got me really lathered up for March March football football March basketball. Yeah, so that was my what went wrong for you in the the Big Ten turning? Well, yeah, I think extensively if. We had talked about, uh, it has been documented that we both, how we both feel about it being in New York and also a week early. Um, so we don't have to go into that. But um, what really got me is especially the, the games that the BTN was covering. They really fell in love with their little sideline camera that went, that was like a low view, like on the court view that went up and down the sideline. And I, I was, it was pretty much like every goddamn replay. Um, and sometimes they went live to it, which is, it's a terrible shot. It's lower. You're like looking up the player's shorts and I just, and they really fell in love. Kind of like when, uh, was that ESPN that fell in love with the, with the sky cam way too much and did, yeah. did full games on it. So that was yeah, my, was, that was my wrong on that. It fell, uh, prey to a referee standing right in front of the camera too, which they went to it, I think a lot on free throws and you would miss the free throw because the referee was standing in front of the camera. Yeah. Uh, come on guys. I guess you get new toys. Yeah. You just want to use them. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Do you have anything uh, on the wrong side of things here? Uh, on the wrong side, I think the, the wrong will be next week uh, when we're not watching big 10 games during the weekend where there are all the conference tournaments. I feel like next weekend is we're going to, or I'm going to feel the, the wrong of it being this week, but right now it feels, feels fine. feels okay to me. Another, uh, I guess somewhat wrong is, is Michigan won again, uh, back to back tournament, uh, big 10 tournament victories. And I think last year uh, they beat, they beat Wisconsin as an eight mm-hmm. seed this year, a five seed. So they're not great teams as far as the regular season goes, you know, not finishing out of the top four both years. And even back a couple of years when they went on a, an extended uh, NCAA run to the, to the finals, I, I don't get how they play so well in tournaments. Do you have any idea why, how, how this happens? No, I mean the only thing I got this year is that they played Purdue and Purdue predominantly doesn't play well this time of year. Um, but besides that, I, I don't get it. I have no idea, and they're not even. Yeah, they, especially like these, these last couple of years, they're not. They haven't been great. Like they didn't even. They haven't had like great, a great player, you know, that just showed up. Is yeah. I mean Wagner's. I mean everyone loves Wagner. I, I mean I think he's okay. I don't think he's something special, but. I don't get it. They just they just get in there. I mean, they do get good matchups. Um, they do. Get, they do. Yeah. I feel like last year they got the benefit of good matchups. This year, they, they pretty much had you. But besides that, I don't know. I don't get it. They should. I don't understand. Yeah. It makes me mad. Uh, the camera certainly loves loves Wagner. Yeah, like that. loves Wagner. God, <laughs> that guy. 
All right, Muriel. So, anyways, I mean, you got anything else to say for them? I really don't want to spend. I really want to talk about Michigan all that much. No, that's quite all right with me. Yeah, but yeah, I guess besides that, I mean, congratulations to Michigan. Um, okay. So Michigan joins the gets the automatic qualifier from the Big Ten. Uh, joining a couple more that happened out today, one of which was Loyola Chicago, which my local media is all over right now because um, it's the first time they've made it since '83. Did you know that? Thirty uh, something years. I heard. Yeah, yeah. So the, everyone's really, <laughs> really excited. Everyone's so, so so excited around here. But busy to watching some of these auto, auto bids go out, watching watching these games. Because I've, I've literally have not been in this spot where my team is not going to the tournament, um, you know, as an at-large. And then watching, like, uh, you know, Loyola Chicago get to go to the tournament and being like, wow, they get to go. Like, Loyola Chicago gets to go, but Wisconsin is sitting at home. And it just, it, I don't know, it infuriates me all over again. I feel like that's going to be my feeling all week as these uh, smaller conferences get these auto bids uh, to the tournament. <laughs> Might be a long week for you. Yeah, it's gonna be a long. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a long week. I realized it too. And it was also, it was also for me. It was messed up. Like it messed up in my head that I watched the end of the Big Ten championship game and there was no selection Sunday. Like and even knowing, talking about it all this week that it's been a week early, it still messed up my head that that wasn't there. Old habits die hard. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god! But looking, sorry, I just went off at a tangent. But looking, um, <laughs> going rather right back to the tournament, I just wanted to get your take. Um, like we said before, it was we had some good games. I mean, they were pretty much all good games. Um, but as far as the the the, uh, the teams go, were there any surprise teams that that stood out to you, Casey? Yeah, the Rutgers uh, was my surprise team. Uh, they were the the 14 seed, uh, and they they won versus the 11 seed Minnesota and then the 6 seed Indiana. I didn't watch uh, Minnesota Rutgers game because come on, <laughs> uh, but I didn't I didn't catch the the Indiana game. And uh, Corey Sanders put on a show. It was really impressive. He scored 28 points, had some monster dunks, and just it. He had a couple heat check dunks, which I've never seen before, and it was <laughs> it was something to see. Uh, and the announcers brought up a stat during the Indiana game uh, that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Rutgers was the first 14 seed to get to the quarterfinals, which is pretty impressive. But they're also the only other 14 seed to have won uh, a game in as a 14 seed. So I so thought that was pretty impressive. Let's go back and look. How that how that could have been, and I remembered that we've had fourteen teams for four Three, four years. Four, now. okay, four. I think this is the fourth year, and Rutgers has been the fourteenth seed every time, so they haven't every given time. anybody else a chance. Yeah, so, so. I, it was. <laughs> yeah, they were just you know giving themselves better chances. But made it to the quarterfinals. They're my uh, surprise team of the tournament, and who's yours? Yeah, no. Going back though, Rutgers was a fun. It was a fun team to watch, and they were carrying that the the tournament being in New York for those for the first three days or whatever, because they had some they had a big time home time crowd. Um, but my surprise team was uh, Penn State, uh, just beating OSU three times. It was the third time they beat them this season, and the second time they beat them on a like a, the last the last shot. 
which is so painful. And that, but that game, that game, that was like that was the game. That was like the only game that had a, a dramatic finish. Um, I don't know. Did you see that? Did you see the Penn State Ohio State game? I saw a replay. No, oh, so yeah, just as good. So <laughs> that that the there's no there's I mean walk off threes are great, but walk off dunks are even better in my book. So I think I like, uh, so that's my, yeah, that was my surprise team just because, because they, they were able to beat Ohio state three times. Yeah. It seems like Tony Carr has Ohio state's number. He seems to yeah. play really well against them. Yeah. And people forget it's hard to beat a team three times. Oh yeah. Michigan state. That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my surprise teams. Uh, do you have any, do you have any, your disappointing teams? Anybody you're disappointed yeah. in? Yeah, I was uh, I was disappointed in uh, Michigan State. I thought that they had a real chance to kind of uh, dominate this turn, just not just win, but perform really well and prove that they're the cream of the crop in the Big Ten and earn a one seed in the NCAA tournament. I thought that would be something that uh, Izzo would be focused on. I thought that would be something that it would motivate the team. Uh, but they went out and, uh, you know, played pretty poorly, in my opinion, against Wisconsin, and then obviously played poorly enough to lose to Michigan uh, in the quarterfinal. So I, I was expecting a lot more from Michigan State, and, and they didn't give it to me. Yeah, and it's the, it's, this, is, this is Izzo time, right? This is the time of year where, they, where they're supposed to pick it up. Um, yeah. So definitely, I just do not agree with you 100%. I didn't disappoint Michigan State, but I, I'll go with Purdue. Just because I was watching them, uh, really like they seem to be playing like after the regular season, they seem to be playing well in this in the tournament. Um, the game before they were, you know, they had a, they had a good game. They had a good game at Rutgers, but they looked like they were ready to ready to roll. Um, so I, for that reason, I just picked Purdue because mainly because they just didn't really show up today and. You know, aforementioned, how does Michigan keep doing it? They find Purdue. So that is my disappointing team. Yes, I I didn't have much expectation out of Purdue after their kind of stumbled to the finish line in the Big Ten uh, regular season. So, but uh, I agree that. Uh, at least I can agree with you in, in the sense that today they were disappointing because I don't think they put up a very good game against Michigan. And the first two games between those two teams was, were, were very entertaining. And... All right. Well, that's ra- yeah, wrapping up the, the Big Ten tournament, uh, racking up Big Ten play. Won't hear anything from Big Ten team in a week until uh, Selection Sunday, really. Um, so, yeah, well, we're going to well, – we can take it outside of the, the – the, Big Ten realm for now, and take a look at uh, the NFL. As you know, it is combine time, and we had the combine right yeah. this week, this past weekend. You a big combine guy, Casey? Uh, not much. I I think it's fun. The people who are big combine guys and, yeah. and, and watch and, and tune in, tune into it. Uh, it sounds like you are one. Um. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it depends on the season. Um. I, I like my my big. It's more of the more of the people around the combine because everyone comes out the woodwork. We got, I love it when they call it the underwear Olympics and how it doesn't mean anything and then it means everything and like all these players have uh, hundreds of hours of tapes, all these games. But like if they show up for the combine, then they'll get drafted. 
And so <laughs> I just I just think all of the rhetoric around it is so entertaining. Um, so that's that's the main reason I went. But I guess this year, really, I mean, nothing really came out. This nothing really stood out. Like like last year, you know, they were running for like they was it Adidas that put up an island if you beat the forty time. And then, oh, that's right. Yeah, like I was like, that was interesting. Then someone beat it, and they they weren't wearing Adidas, so they didn't get it. But I'm sure they're getting paid millions of dollars, so it doesn't matter. Um, but but this year, I, the the only thing that really came out of the combine uh, this year for me was uh, Shaquem Griffin. You heard of him? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No, I've heard okay. of him. Yeah. <laughs> so Shaquem Griffin from your uh, national title, from the national title winning uh, University <laughs> of Central Florida, he he had a pretty impressive, pretty impressive couple of days of the combine. Casey, are you a bench guy? Do you know how much you can bench? I am uh, not. I am not. Sadly. No, you don't, you don't bench. All right. So Shaquem, I don't even know what I'm saying is right. So I apologize, Shaquem, but. He got on the bench. He put up 20 bench presses, bench press 20 times, 225 pounds. Not bad, huh? Yeah. The dude did it with one arm. My man has one arm putting up bench presses. And that, it was, it's pretty, it's a pretty, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing video. I, and NFL Network has it on Twitter. I said, just check it out. He had a pretty fast 40 times as well. I mean, I mean, he's an athletic guy, so I mean that happens. But I think the fact that he actually played Division One football and won a national title, by the way, um, with one arm, is impressive enough. And I know he had to fight his way to the combine, but he is—he is one guy where I hope that you know his showing at the combine actually gets him a spot in the NFL. Uh, so I'm rooting for him. Um, if he doesn't. If it doesn't, then I'm sure he'll have a good career doing like motivational speaker or something, and I'll be happy to help out with that, uh, Shaquine. Yeah, yeah. If you're to the pod, if you listen to the pod, yeah, which I know you are. So, I mean, that's really my only takeaway. Other than that, we had some Badgers that were in the combine. Yeah, there um, were t- I saw two uh, results posted for some Badgers. Uh, Leon Jacobs had the second fastest linebacker time behind uh, Griffin, who you just mentioned before. And then on a trail, Jamerson uh, tied for the most bench presses or cornerbacks with 25. So some Badgers uh, standing out there. Doing, doing strong. Yeah, so this, I mean, the combine really, it's, it's one of those things that's like it's going on. NFL still far, a little far away, but it, it gets you thinking about NFL a little bit um, in, in this time. So with that said, is there anything – you know, in this early stages of the of the draft process, that you want to see from from your team. Now, who's your team, uh, Casey? Yeah, as uh, Wisconsinite, I uh, support support the Packers, and uh, we have a, a new GM this year. So I'm just hoping he uh, drafts uh, or stops drafting uh, Pac-12 defenders because they are not working out for us. So anything else would be great. But they but but they pass a lot in the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, yeah. The quarterbacks have experience uh, against the pass because they see a lot of passing touchdowns. Okay. Well, I hope that works out for you. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> really. Well, from from a Bears perspective, I mean, this is the first. This is gonna be the first year of the Ryan Pace Matt Nagy um, 
marriage. So maybe let's see what kind of magic they they bring. Again, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> I just don't have high hopes. We'll just leave it there. And then I also want to see what other uh, small school players they can bring out. How, who, who are they finding? Who's the diamond in the rough this time? Which which small school are they going to draft from now? It's probably going to be a community college this time. They just got to go yeah. real deep. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's it. And that's talking NFL. Uh, going further, further out. Is it uh, is it NBA? Is it time to talk NBA yet? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Didn't think so. Just, uh, that's like that's like that's like after after the tournament. You're like, oh, it's almost playoff time. Maybe I should pay attention. Nah, I'll wait to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although did you did you see the the I think ESPN tweeted it out that the James Harden this might be over uh, a week or so old now but uh, James Harden We're still on top uh, of it. push push his defender down step back to the three kind of look down at the defender and then drain the three right this no, this, James Harden. It was he did that crossover, and I don't even know. Do you know who's the defender? It doesn't matter. He he should I'm just bad. he should quit. He should quit now. Whoever you are. Because he was, like, nowhere to be found. And James looked at him like he was a, like a, like a poor puppy lost in the rain for, like, a good minute. And then checked that jury and shock it. And I think it's going to live on. I don't, I mean, whoever, I don't feel like looking it up, but whoever that defender is, I'm sure you have nightmares. Um, yeah. I, I'm sure there's, <laughs> no matter where you go, that, that memes is going to, that, that, that gif is going to go. And it's just going to be shot in your face every time. That's what I would do. I'd just be like, what's up, bro? Check out this gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him falling down. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that was, uh, that, was, that, that, was the, that was the NBA highlight. And um, I don't yeah. think we should talk about it anymore until probably, I don't know. Although, you know what, Ryan Beck, talking about James Harding, I'm not about the hot take of, the Rockets taking on the Warriors. I mean, that's just a storyline they're trying to put out there to get people to pay attention to the NBA, and we're not going to fall for it. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I didn't put too much thought into it. Okay. As you should. All right. But something I have to put some thought into in this seg- week's Tweet of the Week segment, I have something a little bit different. Uh, I was creating uh, my uh, Twitter handle for uh, the podcast, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit at professional at prof badger fan. Um, but I went to add uh, or follow people. And when I did that, it brought up, you know, so, uh, recommended a couple people. Uh, and then it shows their name and then their like little about me section. And so I was going through a bunch of the uh, current and former badger players. A lot of those were recommended for me. So I uh, was seeing there about me, and some of them were really funny. So I wanted to kind of read a couple and throw them at you, and get your get your reaction here. All right, let's let's do it. Uh, all right, so I'll start with a with a classic with a Frank Kaminsky, uh, who says, "I occasionally have a pretty solid tweet." Uh, that's pretty good. I I don't I don't follow him. I only yeah I don't follow Kissy. I only like see when he gets into. Twitter bees with like dockage or something. Yeah, I imagine if it's anything like you know, just from kind of following his personality on on campus and stuff, he 
yeah. be a pretty funny Twitter follower. Yeah. Uh, next is uh, current uh, that you're Ethan Half, who uh, about me is rhythm and poetry, altruism. <laughs> That's just like his dribble, dribble, turn the lane, underhand layup. It it matches up perfectly. Yep. Uh, next is Khalil Iverson, who is about me is food. Oh, he has to put athletic in there. It's just, it's just food. Just right? food. I, I guess he eats. We all got to eat. Right? We all, guys got to eat. Guys got to eat. All right. Uh, former uh, guard Ben Brust. He is uh, ESPN. Uh, so he has at ESPN Madison at Big Ten Network analyst, Wisconsin Badger, uncle of 12. Yeah, he's, a, he's the uncle of 12. How many brothers and sisters does he have? I didn't say. I, I didn't look any farther. I just saw Uncle 12. Uncle 12. He needs to catch up. Also, fun fact, when <laughs> Bruss went to my high school, did you know that? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, next is uh, Zach Showalter, again, former former guard. Uh, he had in his uh, former, in parentheses, basketballer, former, in parentheses, Wisconsin Badger, and close to my heart, uh, Lord of Catan. Friend of the Panda. So for the fellow nerds out there, Zach Walter is the Lord of Catan. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right. And then uh, wrap it up with Mike, with Mike Bruzewitz. Uh He has a University of Madison alum, professional basketball player. Current basketball situation is Northern Sweden. What? <laughs> Wait. Hold on. He's still playing? He's still playing, wow. and he calls it a situation. A situation. Basketball situation. <laughs> My current situation. And he's, well, in, he's in Raleigh for the next few weeks, too. So if, you want to, if you're in Raleigh, listen to the pod. Yeah. Who's what's around? All right. There you go. So that's, <laughs> that's the, that'll be the sweet segment of Tweet of the Week. All right. <laughs> Thanks, for that. Thanks for that, Casey. Well, that's great. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I can get over the bruising mix thing. <laughs> that was great. Uh, well, yeah, so that was great. Tweet of the week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as we kind of as we round things up here, we have the Oscars going on right now. And yep. your boy, you know, Kobe was up for an Oscar. Uh, yeah, I had heard that. Did he win? He won. Kobe he is won. an Academy Award Oscar winner. And <laughs> have you seen this short? Have you seen this short film? No. Well, I did because I watched his uh, his retirements of numbers, uh, and that's what they played yeah. before him, which is so Kobe okay. to be like, "No, you don't do a tribute video. I'm just going to make my own." Uh, thanks. So. And the best part about it is, like, I think there's an interview. He's like, yeah, this just goes to show you that I can do more than dribble and shoot. But it's like, Kobe, he, all you did was, all you did was, like, pay these really good people to make this thing for you. It's like, dude, the director. Are you dribbling and shooting? Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, yeah, it's just a story. So, I mean, congratulations, Kobe. Congratulations on your on your academy. I, I, I believe that. He's he's done this, and now he's going to you know he's going to update his uh, you know that meme with uh, where it's like LeBron and he has like his MVP trophies, and then they have Kobe and they have all his trophies you know, 
Have you yeah. seen that one? Yeah, this is, this is a great podcast. Yeah. But um, I think I think he did that just so he can update it, so he can put that uh, he can put his Oscar in there and be like, "Look at this! Now I'm above Jordan too. I got an Oscar. What up, Jay?" Wow. <laughs> well, it's still a travesty that Jordan didn't win anything for Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, and then with that, so now LeBron's steaming. You know LeBron's steaming, and he's like, I'm going to kill the Space Jam remake. <laughs> I'm going to get an Oscar for a featured pitcher, not a short Kobe. Well, <laughs> I so, bet. Yeah, so that was that, and that was the Oscars talk for tonight. Okay, great. <laughs> Oh, but bring it back. We can bring it back. We can bring it back to sports. Um, All right. We bring it back a little bit. Looking ahead here to um, the other conference tournaments that will be going on this week up until Selection Sunday. Do you have any uh, specific interest in other tournaments, other teams, anything you're going to keep an eye on? Uh, I usually like watching the ACC tournament. Uh, it's usually the teams that I've seen throughout the year. Uh, which usually ends up being who's on ESPN. Uh, that's almost always the ACC. It used to be the Big East back when it was the old Big East, but now I just pretty much watch ACC and the championship games. That's pretty much it. How about you? Yeah, is it going to be Duke-Carolina again? Is that, is that what's going to happen? Uh, I don't know. It depends on uh, how hurt Kyle Guy is for, for Virginia. He banged his knee up on uh, – over the weekend, so hope he's all right, and so it won't be Duke North Carolina oh. again. <laughs> did you do it? Did you see? Did you you saw highlights of a Virginia's game? Yeah, the Louisville, Louisville game. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was I was not. They I, I don't see that's I don't understand. See, they win those games, and we don't. I don't understand how that happens. It's so weird. But I don't know anything. The things I'm looking for. Um, I'm just going to be watching basketball. I, I mean, I, I'm probably just going to take it all in because um, I think I think this since I'm you know I don't I'm not going to have a dog in the race. I'm gonna have, this I'm gonna like really hunkered down, probably just you know watch with intent, uh, just so when it comes time to throw a bunch of money around in brackets, I feel like I'm an expert um, with, all, <laughs> with all these teams and how they're playing right now. So yeah, it's really it's really it's really everything. I does does Bill Walton does he. Does he do the Pac-12 game, uh, Pac-12 tournament games at all? Do you know? I, I don't know. I, I hope, hope not. So. <laughs> he goes. I hope so. I hope not. <laughs> I hope we got that because I'll probably I'll probably watch fair I'll probably watch a fair amount of those. Um, in those, I watch the smaller championship games. It's always fun to watch them rush the court. Yeah, I mean that's that's really it. That's really it for this week. Um, as we go into this week up until Selection Sunday. I think we'll be back for a reaction to, to the selection show. Are you up for that? Yeah, all right. we'll have all, all our hot takes ready to go after the selection show. Yeah, all it takes get 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 the get bracket ready. Um, see who's where, who should have been where. Maybe do some interviews on who should have been where. I don't know. You don't know. We, we don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what's coming ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, our fellow fans. Uh, Thanks for thanks for taking this voyage on us on the uh, the initial episode one of one thirty two breeze cop uh, podcast. Um, well, I just want to let you know that you can get a hold of us and give us feedback. We we would love to hear the feedback. We want to make this good. We want to make this better. Um, you can reach Casey at on Twitter at the Prof Badger Fan or myself at Marlo Jr. 
or it's the podcast directly at 132 Breeze. Um, so, th- yeah, that's pretty much it. We're going to wrap it up, take it out. See you guys next week. Do you have any last words, Casey? Nope. Oh, thanks, everyone, for listening. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. <laughs>